Um, well, today, the word of the Lord, amen, amen. We're going to talk about who is your increaser, amen? Who is your increaser? When that word came to me and I was studying and I was like, increaser, I, I had to look it up make sure that was a word. I was like, I hope I'm not making up a word. <laughs> and so I, um, I, I looked it up and increaser is the one who does the increasing, amen? Amen, amen, the increaser. And so uh, what we're going to understand today and, and, and understand is that um, we need to understand who is our increaser. And um, people in the world, they have to understand who their increaser is because the increaser is that middle thing that people don't seem to understand and know. It's that blind spot, amen, that people need to realize and understand, amen. Um, and so... Um, um, Let's look at 1 Corinthians. Let's look at 1 Corinthians chapter 3. And, and this is Paul talking, uh, and he's talking to the church. There's some discord here. There's some people. They're fighting and they're fussing. Amen. And, uh, and he's trying to get some things straight. Amen. He's trying to get some things straight because people are focused on everything else and not focused on the real thing that needs to be focused on. Amen. So, in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, starting at verse 2, um, it reads, I fed you with milk and not with solid food. All right? And it reads, uh, for until now you were not able to receive, and even now you are still not able, for you are still carnal. Carnal is meaning that you still have the mind of the world. Okay? Carnal means that you're still following the ways of the world. You're still thinking like the world thinks, and so you can't receive certain things because you're still thinking like the world is thinking. Amen? So, for you are still carnal. For where there are envy, strife, and division among you, are you not carnal? So this is why they were carnal, because the world only is going to introduce to you envy, strife, and division. Okay? That's not the church. Amen? That, let me say that again. That's not the church. Amen. Paul is talking to the church. He said, man, it, he said, y'all thinking like the world with division and, and envy and strife and all this going on. That's not, the, that's not the church. That's the world. That's not how the church operates. He says, you are uh, not, not carnal and behaving like mere men. For when one says, I am of Paul and another says, I am of Apollos. Are you not carnal? What they were doing, it says, huh, I'm with what Paul says. Yeah, Paul is the real deal. I'm with, I'm following Paul. And other group, there's another group that says, hey, man, I'm with Apollos. Man, they was creating gangs in the church. Amen. They, they probably was doing signs. This is Apollo right here. This is Paul. You know, they were creating gangs and divisions in the church. One was with Paul. <laughs> One was with Apollos. And so they were creating a division and they were speaking the same thing. And in verse five, it says, who when who then is Paul and who is Apollos? Paul is talking about himself, but ministers through whom you believed as the Lord gave to each one. I planted. Now, this is where we get into this increasing. All right. I planted, Paul is saying, I planted. And what did Apollos do? Apollos watered. But God gave 
the increase. Sometimes that is missed. Sometimes we look at the individual and we look at the individual and the way they do things and we, and we just stay focused on the individual and we miss the one who is increasing. And he says, and, we, and it says, but God gave the increase so then neither he who plants is anything, nor he who waters, but God who gives the increase, meaning that there's no sense of planting, there's no sense of watering if there is no increase. That's like going out and seeding. You're doing all the seeding, you're doing all this watering, and you're just waiting, and you waited a whole two, three years for a plant to grow and nothing grew. What is the use of planting and watering if there's no increase? But when you start seeing that little sprout come up, that's the increase. That's something you can't even control. Huh? When you plant that seed and you water it, you just, that, that's faith in God. Farmers, farmers got faith, boy. They don't, I, I'm just, I'm hoping that the next season I'll get some fruit and some vegetables. Amen? So listen, man, that reminds me of the movie Faith Like Potatoes. Everybody see Faith Like Potatoes? We got to show that. Amen. Faith like potatoes. Amen. Um, so it says in verse 8, it says, Now he who plants and he who waters are what? One. And each one will receive his own reward according to his own labor. Meaning that it's necessary for the person to plant and it's necessary for the person to water. But the person that plants and the person that person that waters need to be one. Amen. And believing into and in the increaser of the person who will increase the fruit or the vegetable or what is being produced. Are you with me? You have to be one. Where is the planter and the one who waters? coming from who are you trusting to do the increase you must make sure God is the increaser where is the planter and the one who waters what you must understand and know is that there are planters out here and there are waterers and I guarantee you that there are planters and waters that's working for Satan and there's planters and water that's working for Jesus Christ. And there's planters and waters who says they're from God and they're lying. And they're planting bad seeds. And when the and, and as you look at the planter and as you look at the one who, who waters and, 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 you, and you begin to blame the planter and blame the one who waters, but you are the one who accepted the seed that has been planted and then you had missed the increaser, the one who's increasing that seed that is planted inside your life. Someone has planted a seed of hate. Someone may have planted a seed of anger. Someone have planted a seed of depression. Someone have planted a seed of worry. And you looked at that person and you might be your father who left you. It might be who, your mother who talked about you. It might be somebody, your grandmama. It might be somebody who said something against you that's so hurtful and so harmful. And But the thing is, you accepted that seed and Satan is there increasing it. And he's allowing his people to come and water that seed. And you're allowing that seed to stay in in your heart 
And as Satan increased that seed and increased it, therefore it begins to grow and birth violence, destruction. Why do you think that 14-year-old girl had to die? Because a seed was planted in that boy. Man, she cheating on you, man. Da, da, da. Man, it's going, man, 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 something going wrong, man. And that seed was planted and, and, and begin to water and then it begin to grow. And then all of a sudden, man, you can't, man, you going to let that happen, man. No, I ain't going to let that happen. if I can't have a nobody. Amen. And then it grows, that seed grows and then it increases and then it plants evil. How many seeds of depression have been planted and then it plants just a person just totally in depression forever? In worry. Can't seem to escape it. Can't seem to get out of it. A seed has been planted. Let's look at the word increase. Increase is to become, to make greater in size All right. The amount, intensity or degree. Okay, it also means growing to make greater. Amen. So when a seed is planted and it's watered and it's taken care of, that means it has the possibilities to grow and and grow greater in size. So it's very important. You need to know what's being planted in your life. It's very important. You need to understand and know what seeds are being planted in your life. Because if there are seeds of destruction and negativity and you are accepting those things, they will become greater in size. They will become stronger. That's why you see divorce. That's why you see killings. That's why you see anger. That's why you see people turn into alcohol and drugs. Why? Because the seed was planted and now it is increasing. Your daddy was an alcoholic. Your mama and your daddy and cancer is in your line. It's in our family. What? That seed has been planted. Heart disease. Oh, that's in our family. Yeah. And then once that is planted, it becomes greater. It becomes stronger. It becomes intensified. It becomes to grow. Then all of a sudden, now you died of, of, of heart disease, of cancer. Why? Because you accepted the seed. You know, it's, 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 it's important to understand it. It is even proven. Even when the doctors make a mistake and they say, you got cancer, you got this. And man, that stuff starts toiling in people's mind. They get sick. Because they accepted it and they just, they held on to it and they, have, and they didn't go to the one that can help them escape it. And they just held on to it and allow it to grow. Jesus. So we understand that if we plant seeds, what happens? It's gonna, something's going to grow. Amen? If we plant seeds, if we plant... My, my wife and my, uh, um, uh, my, my mother... I don't like to say mother-in-law. I'm just going to call them mother. My mother um, and, 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 and my, my, my other granny, amen, they have a garden and they plant seeds and the garden is just, is just beautiful. They got so much and, 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 we, and we eat from the garden and I mean that stuff from the garden tastes so much better amen it tastes so much better when it's fresh from the garden and it's, it's, it's beautiful and they plant those seeds and, and they water and they take care of it and the garden grows and 
It's something, man, what if they just had a seed for everything? What, a seed for hair you could just plant? You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, I, I want you to understand something that with, with plants, where does the seed come from? Where does the seed come from? Seed comes from the actual plant, amen? It comes from the actual plant. What if our hair would just grew seeds? That would be beautiful. I'm, I'm going to put these aside for when I turn 60. Amen. <laughs> when to understand where the seeds seeds come from the plant. Amen. Seeds come from the plant. And so when seeds come from the plant, you know what boggle scientists? Well, boggle scientists is how the plant got there in the first place. They understand the germination and all this and how seeds produce. But then it goes to a point where it makes them scratch their head that, well, where did that first plant happen? So guess what? They spend billions of dollars trying to figure this thing out to tell us how this thing started and how it went when I could save them a whole bunch of money and just tell them it's God. How much money we could save and have in our pockets if we just say, scientists, can you just believe in God, please, and stop trying to... They spend so much money trying to disprove God is pitiful. They spend all that money trying to disprove God. So understanding is that where the plant came from and how these seeds are produced is an important thing we need to understand and know. You need to be careful what seed you are planting in your life and what others have planted in your life because you can allow death to grow and not life. Who planted that first seed of destruction? Satan came and planted the seed of sin. And we accepted it. But then he stands in the background where nobody can see him. He stands in the background where nobody can hear from him. And he's doing the most destruction. And he's allowing planters to plant these seeds of destruction. Another reason why it's important to know what's being planted is to understand the seed. If you understand, um, what I want you to see is, where does the seed come from? All right? And then seeds survive for extended periods until conditions are right for growth. I want you to understand, when seeds are planted, they can survive for a long time. Until the time is right. That's why it's so important to understand what's being planted in your life and what you are accepting. Because whatever somebody's saying to you or whatever has happened to you where you're trying to survive and you're trying to live in this life and you're trying to make it and, and, and conditions that are happening around your life and a seed has been planted and you're, you can plant your own seeds of destruction by talking negative and talking down upon yourself and talking down about the situation that you're in and you could be planting those seeds and when the condition is right those things begin to grow and begin to attack your life. All of a sudden, the seed you planted in yourself of hate. Oh, man, I can't stand so-and-so. And you come to work every day. Hi. Oh, I can't stand them. That seed just. And then the condition becomes right. All of a sudden, so-and-so may have bumped you or pushed you. in a Bow. That seed was just sitting there waiting for the opportunity to grow into a slap. 
because you because you didn't because you decided to accept it. Amen. To accept it. So seeds provide a great reproductive advantage in being able to survive for extended extended periods until conditions are favorable. Now, let's talk about the seed of God. The word of God. Now, imagine if that seed is planted. Now, if the word of God, if that seed is planted, then that means that seed is surviving and, and, and is sitting there and is waiting for the conditions are right to continue to grow. Amen. When the seed of God is saying you are more than a conqueror, when you're the condition is right, you're going to show yourself and God is going to put you up and increase you to show that you are more than a conqueror. When God says, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Once that seed is planted and the condition comes where you feel like everybody has left you, you begin to call on Jesus and then he begins to grow up in you and strengthen you to show you that yes, that seed has been planted. I will never leave you nor forsake you and your growth becomes strength. Saints, it's time for us to plant good seed. It's time for us to plant the seeds of life in individuals. It's time to go out and forth and plant seeds of the word of God. It's time for us to show how when God is planted in our life, a wood is birthed out of our life. Amen? It is time for us to show people and tell people about how good God is. Why? Because there's an enemy out there who's increasing the devilish demon seed inside them and is producing all of this violence and hate and anger and fear in in, in, in individuals, in our young people, wherever they go. It is time for us to tell them and plant the word of God. Our young people are not even getting the word of God anymore. People ain't going to church no more. I did a volunteering at, at Gilmore and I was talking to the kids. Man, they didn't realize. They, they said uh, the boom, a uh, 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 big bang created the earth. Who, God? They was confused. We need to teach and plant the seed of good growth. Plant the seed that can grow and increase peace, love, joy. Amen. Because all they're getting from family, from whoever, is seed of destruction, of hate. You'll never be nothing. You'll never be this. Talking down upon their children. And they grow up. And their plant and their vegetables are stale and they're old. And, and it's destructive to the world. Amen? Amen? The planter can be used by Satan himself. So he can increase what he wants in your life. Stop accepting the seeds that will destroy you. Can we do that? Can we do that, saints? Can we tell people to stop accepting the seeds that will destroy them? Stop accepting that negativity that's in your life. Stop accepting that struggle and trial has has totally got you down. You can overcome. You can make it. You can make it. A negative seed was planted in a young man named Jabez. But Jabez prayed for the seeds of the increaser. He prayed to God who is the true increaser that can change his life and bless him spiritually. Let's, I, want you to, I want to talk about Jabez for a moment. and I, I'm, I'm, I'm getting ready. This is my last scripture and I'm getting ready to close with this. Jabez 
was part of a great family of Judah. Amen. And and his mom had many children. But when Jabez was born, she went through a lot of pain and a lot of I mean, y'all like, well, we go through pain, pain. No, this was beyond the pain of pregnancy. Amen. That she went through. It was so painful. You got to be mad at your kids. If they, with this, she was mad. You know, after, after all the pain is done, y'all be like, oh, the baby's so sweet. Oh, we did it, yes. But listen, this pain was so bad, she was like, I'm going to give you the name Jabez. And you know what Jabez means? Anguish and sorrow and pain. She gave him that name to be of sorrow and pain. Imagine you growing up in a house. Growing up in a house and you're the one that calls your mother sorrow and pain. And every time they call your name, you're reminded, Jesus, of the sorrow and pain you cause. And in those lines and in those growth, they, they take names seriously. Names are no joke. And every day he was constantly reminded. Saints, I want to tell you before I read is that there's people out there that are constantly reminded of their past. They're constantly reminded of the wrong and the sin they've done. And it's constantly plastered on their chest like a scarlet letter. And they can't find any hope to overcome. They're stuck with it. And they don't know how to get out. There are children right on there. They call it, they, I was talking to my, 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 my father the, about the bump and go in Milwaukee. They call it the bump and go where they bump behind you. And, and once they bump behind you, you get out to see what's wrong with your car. And as soon as you get out and see what's wrong with your car, the other passenger in the other car run and jump in your car and they drive off. But not only are they doing that now, but now they're killing the people. They're shooting them now, heartless. Where does that come from? Because somebody in their family told them that you ain't going to be nothing. You ain't going to make it. Your life is nothing. All of the music that they're listening to, I'm a gangster, I'm this, I'm a killer, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a. All that stuff they put in their mind and planting that seed and all of a sudden it's producing the plant. And so they say and they give themselves the names. I'm a killer. I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm a violent. I'm I'm whatever. I'm this. I'm that. Amen. They give them themselves them destructive names. Jabez had this destructive name. But look and see what Jabez did. In verse nine, it says now Jabez was more honorable than his brothers and his mother. Huh. He's already starting off was that this man, this boy that was named after sorrow and pain is more honorable than his brothers and his mother who called his name Jabez saying, because I bore him in pain and Jabez called on the God of Israel saying, oh, that you would bless me indeed and enlarge my territory that your hand would be with me. Now, 
Be careful because some preachers will take enlarge my territory as God give me a better house. God give me a new car. God give me a new diamond ring. No! Jabez is not talking about material things when he says enlarge my territory. He says that your hand will be with me. He says, he says I don't want this sorrow and I don't want this pain following me everywhere I go. When everybody see me, all they see is pain and destruction. I don't want that life anymore. My prayer is God is that you enlarge my territory. What he was saying to God, he was saying, I need more of you in my life. Enlarge my peace. Enlarge my joy. Enlarge my happiness. Enlarge the love, God. Enlarge your understanding. Enlarge your word. Enlarge your Holy Spirit inside of my life. Enlarge my territory. Enlarge my territory. Your hand be with me wherever I go. So wherever I go is that your spirit be just is, is enlarged inside of me. Wherever I go is your peace. Is the seed. Plant the seed of peace. Plant the seed of love. Plant the seed of understanding. Plant the seed of long suffering. Plant the seed of patience. And enlarge my territory, Jesus. He said enlarge my territory. That you would keep me from evil. That I may not cause pain because Jabez understood that if he held on to that seed of pain, that all he was going to do was run around and cause pain. That's what's happening to the people that are in the street and they're hungry and they're suffering. They've been called pain and all of the, all what they do is cause pain. Everywhere they go, they cause pain. Every time they turn, they want to steal, kill, and destroy. Why? Because the seed of Satan has been planted and they allowed that seed to grow but I tell you the truth if we tell them and plant the seed of love if we plant the seed that they can overcome if we plant the seed that they can be different then all of a sudden they begin to pray the prayer enlarge my territory let me stretch out my peace let me stretch out this love let me stretch out this joy let me stretch out this understanding our young people will rise up and begin to call on other young people and say yes you can change God enlarge my territory that needs to be our prayer saints that God enlarges our territory that God enlarges himself inside of us that he will express himself so powerfully that people can help but see you and say there is something different about you you're not this old withering plant you're not this old disgusting molded plant but your plant is fruitful your plant is powerful your plant looks good to eat your plant looks something that I can digest what are you following who is your increaser I know the word of God has been planted and I know people have been talking in your life but who is your increaser? Who is the one that's growing you? Who is the one building you up? Because we can talk about the word all day long and I can water it all day long but it's going to take you to realize that it's God that's going to build you up and lift you up and encourage you until you realize that until you know who your increaser is God can't do nothing with you but until that seed is planted and you realize who he is 
that increaser will begin to grow you and build you and you become stronger you become wiser you become understanding your eyes will become open Jesus open up our eyes dear God open up our eyes Jesus so we can see the wickedness of the enemy so we can reject the seeds of evil the last verse it says so God granted him what he requested if you want it if you want to come to the increaser Jabez knew the Bible Jabez knew the word but he had to talk to the increaser and told him to make this thing God you're going to have to move this thing inside of me we can talk about the word but you need to ask God to move this thing inside of me move that word inside of me allow it to grow in me Jesus I'm tired of allowing the enemy to increase his seeds inside of my life. I don't want that stuff no more. I want you, Jesus. Let us stand.